and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this episode, I speak to Jerry Patrick Herb Manager Michael McManus at Chagas Grange to get an update on how the farm performed in 2019. It was a great year in general. Um, overall, um, it was a great year for grass growth. Um, obviously, price was a big reduction in price this year, um, but it's something we can't control inside the, the farm gate. So we, we um, focused on what was inside the farm gate. So this year, we got out uh, nearly five to six weeks earlier compared to 2018. Um, we got the first replacement heifers out in the middle of February, let's say, compared to the 20th of April in 2018. So obviously, 2019, we didn't have to, we didn't have to, we didn't incur a drought like 2018. So this year, we the price had reduced, but um, we'd be looking at um, a lot less feed costs. So we haven't fed, we wouldn't have, we didn't have to supplement cattle during the during the summer with concentrates, or we also didn't have to feed silage throughout the summer. So there, there are two savings we had during the summer, and um, also we got an extended grazing season with a certain amount of stock until the twentieth of November, which would be would would be on par uh, with. Uh, with 2018, but um, we also had a good return on silage this year as well, with uh, some silage quality up, um, and we, we got in five pits compared to four pits last year. So we're very happy with the return on silage as well. Um, silage quality was was very good. Um, we cut our first our first cut in the middle of first cut of silage in the middle of May. Um, it returned a DMD of 76. Um, then we also went with a second. A, 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 our second cut was cut towards the end of. August, we would be more targeted for cows, and that would returned uh, returned a DMD of sixty seven. So we we had we had five pits in total, and uh, the, we were cut from the middle of May till the end of August. Very good. And how did you manage the grass in the main grazing season, in addition to surplus bales being removed? Yeah, so we took out. Um, in the the decision was made in the first week in April. Uh, we took out fifty over fifty percent of the farm for um, for silage. So that was eighty acres. Uh, taken taken out for for silage, so that um, left the, the grazing platform highly stocked. So we hadn't an issue with um, with with surplus bales, any surplus bales or any surplus paddocks that had went too strong for us. Uh, we incorporated them into the silage pit. Um, so we had a cut in, let's say, as I was saying, in early May. We had another cut maybe in June, and so throughout the year, if I, I if I seen the sur- paddocks getting strong, they were incorporated into the pit with some surplus bales taken out throughout the year. Um, the farm was the farm was walked um, once a week, and in some cases, maybe in the, in the high the height of the growing season, it had to be walked twice just to keep on top of the grass and uh, silage ground as well to see how the silage ground was progressing and to see when could we when was the optimum time to cut. So paddocks played a key role in managing grass during the main grazing season. It sure did, yeah, exactly. We ran it. We ran a paddock system. Um, we ran a paddock system exactly, yeah. And uh, most paddocks are around two point two two acres, and uh, the cows were on the the, the far, uh, on the on the area land closest to the house, just solely for breeding season. And the the weanlands or the the steer steer steers and heifers were on out further away from the farm. Very good. So tell me about the Jerry Patrick herd. So the Derry Patrick herd is a 100, 100 cow suckler herd. Um, all progeny are br- brought to beef. It's currently stocked at about 2.8 to 3 livestock units per hectare. Um, so the cow type would be 50% limousine Frisian cross and the remaining 50% would be cemental and limousine suckler bred cows. So we have a makeup of 50% suckler bred and 50% from the original originated from the dairy, dairy cross. Of animals, that's that. That would be the 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 cow makeup that we have that we're currently running on the Dairy Patrick. Currently, all stock are housed. In relation to finishing stock, 
What is the management of those at the moment? Um, so there was 20 heifers slaughtered off grass on the 10th of October. They, um, their carcass weight was 330 kilos. Um, the remaining the remaining steers were, and heifers were housed on the same week, the 10th of October. They were housed and they were fed, um, the, the steers were fed six kilos a meal over the winter and the heifers were fe- fed five kilos. Um, the, the steers will be finished between December uh, through to February. Um, depending on when they come fit. The weanling management on the farm, what's happening with those at the moment? So the weanlings are currently housed in the middle of October. Uh, They're currently on 1.5 kilos a meal and 72 DMD silage. Um, The weanlings, um, they're averaging 340 kilos and uh, 305 kilos. Um, The weanlings were weaned in the 10th of October uh, 10, 10 days uh, earlier than last year just due to the due to weather conditions um, the heifers average weight of 285 at weaning and the bull calves were 315 um, the weaning took uh, took place over a 10 day period um, it started on the Monday and finished the following the following the following week um, it was it was took place through um, 30 heifers in a, in a group um, 10 cows were removed um, on the Monday and then the following Thursday another 10 cows are removed and then maybe the following week maybe on Monday or Tuesday another 10 cows are removed um, it, uh, concentrates are introduced to the weanlands pre a couple of days pre-weaning um, solely to reduce the stress levels maybe a kilo and a half and it is, is gave along the wire and um, to, to reduce the stress levels of the calves um, the bull calves are also castrated in the middle of August this is solely to, to reduce the, the, the stress levels and to, to not to castrate and wean all in the same same time uh, that's why I, I, I carry it out in August and uh, I find it, it works well and herd health is a key cornerstone to the success of the farm what is the herd health plan for the farm for the year um, so let's say in January we start with the cows get their IBR in January and then they'll also get their, their second shot in July um, the cows also in, after calving they receive their BVD and lepto and in September they receive their salmonella um, in January we also do the cows four weeks pre-calving with, ro- uh, with rotavac corona a scour vaccination uh, this is passed tr- in, through the calf through the colostrum so it's, so it's also critical important critically important that uh, all calves get their, their colostrum from their from their mother um, that'll be the the cow vaccination uh, cover a lot of the cow vaccination and um, the calf vaccination uh, program uh, takes place 10 days to two weeks after the calf has been born they're done for ibr uh, and pneumonia um, and then one month later, they'll receive their, their their booster shot. And they also get a booster shot one month pre-weaning for, to cover the, pneumonia, the pneumonia strains. And also the calves at turnout are done for clostridial diseases. Then to follow up most recently, what was the health plan at housing for stock? Um, so at housing, the weanlands and cows were housed for a month. And then they received a treatment for, for lice, worms and fluke. And... Yeah, that was and that was their their main pro the protocol we we follow on the farm to leave the cattle in one month and then they're, they're treated for lice lice fluke and worms. With over hundred cows calving in twenty nineteen, how was calving performance on the farm? We were very happy with the calving performance in twenty nineteen. hundred and five cows calved with hundred and four live calves at foot. Um, so we we're quite happy uh, with with how the with the calving went. Um, over seven, seventy of the cows calved themselves, with twenty requiring some assistance and uh, four sections on the farm. And what is your management post calving? 
the cows are um, on its lats for, for the winter. Uh, they're, they're grouped according to, to body condition score and they're fed accordingly. So uh, maybe my calving, I do get my calving dates as, as close as possible. With Since 100% AI on the farm, we're able to track uh, when potentially the cow will calve within within a certain amount of days. So um, I follow my calving dates and also the, the, the condition of the cow and uh, her, the visually how she, she looks. So then... Um, once the cow is close to her date and getting visually visually looks like she's she's ready to calve, uh, she's she's removed and put into the calving bay, maybe up to anywhere up to three to four days pre-calving. Um, she she also then she'll remain in the calving bay until she calves, and then once she is bonded with her calf, she'll be removed to a group pen in another shed. Then, if weather once the calves are vaccinated and tagged, they'll be returned to returned to grass at two at two weeks of age. Weather, weather permitting. All calves once once born are are weighed, and as I says, they'll be vaccinated at two weeks of age, weighed and tagged, and their navels will be will be treated um, with a disinfectant. Currently, only twenty two percent of beef heifers calve at two years of age. You are calving the heifers at the moment at two years of age on the farm. How do you manage these heifers? Yes, so due to due to the trial work being carried out on the farm, all all heifers are being purchased in um, from both the farms and from from marts. Uh, with three quarters of the heifers being bought off farms that we deal with on a yearly basis. Um, so the heifers originally used to come in in the spring, but I I've recently started taking in the heifers in from October and and October November and December. This is solely to get in the heifers as early as possible in on the farm, get them used to the farm, get them up to date with their vaccination protocol, and also be able to to reach their target weights uh, for 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 breeding on the first week in May. So. Um, we take in our heifers in October, November. Um, the the suckler bred heifers would be we'd be hoping to to purchase them at an average weight of three fifty. And our our Frisian our Frisian, our dairy cross heifers would be hoping to uh, to purchase them at an average weight of three hundred kilos. So our two eighty to three hundred kilos. Um, this is to to reach a target weight of over four hundred kilos on the f- first week in May for breeding, and anywhere from three thirty to three fifty for the for the dairy cross heifers for, for for breeding in the first week in May. So um so that would be there'd be some of the some of the targets we'd be hoping to, to reach. In follow up then Michael, how did the breeding season go? The fact you're using hundred percent AI? Um yeah, I was we were quite happy this year with the breeding season. Ninety one percent um scanned in calf after a ten and a half week breeding season. Um this is this is a nine days shorter than in 2018 uh, this was so solely compacted to make the calving season more compact which is more labor efficient and also to stop the calving season running into the breeding season it'll give a, a break in between the two which will allow us prepare better for, for the breeding season ahead so we were quite happy with how our breeding season went as i was saying 100 percent ai uh, all cows tail painted in the beginning with a uh, yellow then after once they have been served they'll be going to blue and um, it's an easy way of tracking what cows are in calf and let's say after the first three weeks you'll know which cows haven't been in heat and uh, it'll be just an easy way of tracking what needs to be uh, take, to be kept an eye on. So each group of cows have has a visectomized bull. The visectomized bull has a chin ball which then also marks the cows once they've been mounted. This is an extra aid along with the tail paints um, to help to identify the cows that are in heat. There are currently a number of research studies going on on the farm what are they? So we're currently carrying out um, a breeding research um, where where we take we 100% of the cows are AI'd, uh, 50% of the cows are 
REI to a high terminal bull versus 50% are, are bred to a high replacement and a high terminal bull. This is solely to see um, if a farmer is going down the route of breeding his replacement heifers, will he take a hit on if he has a bull calf on the terminal, the terminal, the terminal calf uh, when he brings them to the factory? So currently, um, we have uh, our first our first cattle have been slaughtered there recently, and I still have some to slaughter in the next co- coming weeks. And um, we also have coming in with our third group of calves at the, there at the minute. Um, so we'll have more information on this trial at the Grange Open Day in in summer 2020. We look forward to hearing it. With regard to calving season 2020 around the corner, what is your current dry cow management protocol on the farm? Um, so, as the cow, when the cows are housed, they're uh, we they're they're housed according to body condition score. Um, this leaves the management of the cows a lot easier. Um, we're able to identify cows which are in a better better condition, and maybe some of the cows which after weaning might be in. Uh, maybe a lower body condition score, for example, some of the first-time calvers, they potentially might be weaned maybe at the beginning of the beginning. And once they're housed, they'll be batched together and maybe the, the cows in lower body condition score will receive the higher quality silage, maybe 72, 73. Um, the cows in the higher, uh, the higher body condition scores, um, they're, they're currently on a 67 DMD silage, second cut silage that was made in the, in the end of August, solely to maintain body weight. Uh, we want the cows calving down fit rather than, than, than fat. With regard to calving season 2020, what is your key focus at the moment? One of the key focuses would be hygiene, making sure we have uh, adequate straw, um, maybe the lime, make sure the calving facilities are all fully disinfected pre, pre-calving. Um, we also make sure we have medicines on hand um, if, if calves require require some. Um, also, a big thing we'll, we'll need is um, a, 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 make sure we have enough of labour. Um, it's a, it's a, the first six weeks of calving will be quite intense with up to over 90 cows calving in the first uh, first six weeks and um, so for example maybe we make sure we have our, our students lined up for the for the weeks of calving and um, our calving will start in the the first week in, in the middle of february and we'll finish up in the middle of may in the first week in may so our calving will start in the middle of february and it'll finish towards the end of april so um we'll be have an 11 week calving calving spread this year which is a week shorter than last year so it'll be more compact and uh, labor for example and students will be very important will play a big role in in the in the cows in 2020 some excellent points there thank you very much for joining me on the show we look forward to hearing more about this at the green open day in 2020 thank you very much that's all for this episode and my thanks to michael mcmanus for joining me on the show you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the beef edge podcast on the chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on apple and google podcasts as well as spotify don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.